This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Friday was a blast. Hockey fest in London, Ontario. Ball hockey tournament shuts down basically all the streets around Victoria Park in London. They've got uh, these the, the boards up and, uh, you know, a bunch of hockey uh, rinks there. People... With hockey playing sticks, hockey, you know, playing hockey. You know, a sports tournament. <laughs> you know, you know the hockey stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we were very fortunate to have a team in the corporate challenge on Friday, and even more fortunate to have Kyle from Country 104 on our team. Kyle joins us here in studio. How you feeling? How are your legs feeling, young man? Surprisingly, not as sore as I thought I would be, considering I was at the point of almost throwing up by the end of the fourth game. <laughs> Staying on your head a little bit. I, Ta- I you tell me Taz that. wasn't coming back and back checking and playing defense? Well, I, I, Hold I on. Give... You guys have been talking about how I play behind my back? I haven't heard. I'm, I'm, I'm asking right now. From the first shift after, Taz, you put in a heck of an effort to get a shot on net and took a tumble, you came back and you, you played a heck of a tournament after that. Really? First two, first two seconds I'm out there, mm-hmm. I trip and fall. You slip on a stick or just your own feet? I just got excited and forgot how to run, you know, got tangled up. <laughs> <laughs> I kinda, I've got a uh, duck-footed, you know, I think one foot hit another. I went down, and I scraped my knee. It was pretty embarrassing because on our team we had a couple of celebrities. Uh, Curtis Joseph. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> Maple Leafs legend. And uh, Mike Grinnell from Spittin' Chicklets. They were very kind. They didn't laugh and point like I expected them to. But after that, I felt like I needed to step up and actually start trying. I was going to mail it in the entire tournament. But after falling down in the first 30 seconds, I was like, okay, I got to do something. <laughs> yeah. I got a few shots on net, Kyle. You almost buried a couple too, especially in the last game. Once you, you got, got a playoff. few shots on net and almost scored a couple times. Which exceeded expectations. <laughs> it, it, goals were tough to come by, okay. especially in the first couple of games. And then we kind of came together as a team. And, you know, even that playoff yeah. game where we played the Wildcats, who were oh, a legitimate team who had matching jerseys. There were guys with shin pads and helmets on. What? Battling In going road into the hockey? corners. Yeah. That's a no-no. They they definitely were tryhards. <laughs> If you're if you're if you're in one of those outdoor rinks and there's boards and it looks like a hockey rink, oh, and it's an actual tournament, okay. But for one of these tournaments, you're wearing, wearing I, full gear. I felt like the Mighty Ducks when they played like the Finland team, like sure, the Iceland. evil the evil Iceland team. Yeah. You know, they come out and they're they have all the nice equipment. Like these guys, I was legitimately nervous when I saw this team come out between the boards and and. Uh, and have all the pads and stuff on. I'm like, what? We're not. What are we doing wrong here? <laughs> <laughs> they had a custom tent set up. Oh with, yeah, with they were great guys. And... Though, and they ended up winning the corporate challenge. Maybe next. Sound year... like sandbaggers to me. <laughs> I don't know, guys. <laughs> Maybe next year they cannot go in the tournament, uh, so everyone else has a chance. But uh, they were good guys. Uh, but Kyle from Country 104 was playing net for us, and he truly kept us in every game we were in. Cujo became a huge Kyle fan. I actually uh, have a little audio here for you, Kyle. You remember this? After we finished up, I, I asked Cujo who the best player in the tournament was. Gross. Team Chorus Radio has been eliminated from the uh, Hockey Fest Corporate Challenge Tournament, but we put up a hell of a fight. Uh, good pickup, I'd say. Uh, successful uh, performance by Curtis Joseph. How are you feeling? 
I'm so tired. <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> okay, let's do the three stars. Uh, who was uh, star number three, would you say? Uh, what do you think of my play? Do we, do we have to pick somebody from our team? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> three guys from that yellow team. <laughs> the wild well, Our goalie and any two of their players. <laughs> yeah, Kyle from Country 104. As goalie, let's get a goalie uh, perspective on how he played today. Well, he held us in every game, and uh, we had no no business being in that game. But uh, he made a name for himself, and hopefully, you know, he can go from here to the NHL. Would be great, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, that's Disney movie stuff. <laughs> Kyle, you got. I saw the other team come over and ask for your phone number. Now, is that like a uh, uh, a date thing, or they want you to play for them? Well, I guess after the season, I am a free agent, so they. Uh, I don't know if there's a little tampering going on over there, but they. Uh, I wonder how the goalie that was playing for them felt about that. Uh, it, was, it couldn't have felt good. He was good, but uh, what a blast today! It was, it was so much fun. Do you feel your performance was next level because your childhood hero, Cujo, was watching you play? Did that have anything to do with it? I mean, definitely. There's, the leg cramps aren't there for, for no reason. So it was, uh, it, was, it was like you had to give it your all when you got Curtis Joseph and Grinelli on your team. And we did everything we could. We made it uh, a lot further than you know maybe some people anticipated, but that was fun. Kyle from Country 104, the first star on the Chorus Radio team. Let's go have a cold beverage, boys. Come on. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, we exceeded uh, expectations, as I said. I think we did better than people. When they heard they were playing Taz and Jim's team, sure, they were like, okay, this should be easy. But we were one of the teams that actually scored on the Wildcats and – and thanks to Kyle, kept the score relatively close. How's that feel, getting a shout-out from Cujo, first star? I I couldn't tell you – that would ever happen in my life. Yeah, and that's cool. It was pretty surreal standing watching him say it back to me too. Yeah, yeah. It was. Uh... Hey, did you get his number? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't oh. go that step. I didn't take that. <laughs> <laughs> we shared a couple of beverages at uh, that's cool. Cools in between games, and that's I'll yeah. take that. That's wicked. That was a uh, one of the reasons I drafted Cujo onto our ball hockey team was because Kyle said it. To me earlier in the week, it's like, wow, Cujo's going to be there. He's the reason I started playing goalie. So, not many people get that opportunity to spend the day and bro out with their hero, Kyle. Taz, the matchmaker. That's right. (laughs) And you didn't get his number? What a waste. Thanks, Kyle. You were awesome. And thanks to all the organizers, staff, volunteers at Hockey Fest in London on the weekend. It was an awesome event. The Taz and Jim Podcast. Jim, how did it end up? Uh, is the wedding still on next month? <laughs> yes, so far, yes. Sarah made it back from her bachelorette party in Vegas. Mm-hmm. She had a good time? I think, yeah, they all did. They had a great time. Did she tell you any stories? Does, uh, they did go to Thunder from Down Under. I heard all about that. <laughs> did you say it was pretty funny? Uh, we didn't get into the nitty gritty. She said like one lady got humped across the stage or something like that. So okay, I guess it gets pretty wild over there. Um, but yeah, they had a good time. Went to, uh, Steve Aoki and David Guetta. Cool. So yeah, they partied it up, did the EDM thing. Yeah. So you're, uh, you're not feeling like anything happened that... She's not telling you about. No, I know you really wanted her to cheat on me for content for the show, (laughs) but... I was hoping. Yeah, I don't think we got there. (laughs) I didn't want that at all. Hmm. But I could have used a little 
juicy drama, like a fight between some of her friends or something yeah, like that. Yeah, no, I think they all got along, which is disappointing. Boring. <laughs> Nobody went missing. I was, I'm always hoping for a good somebody goes missing for six hours story uh, in Vegas. That didn't happen. Yeah. But, yeah, successful trip, I think. Nice. Yeah. Now we got to start planning your bachelor party. Here we go. Is there anything? May 2-4. Yeah, May 2-4, we're going to a cottage near Collingwood, right? I think Gravenhurst. It's a little further north, yeah. Great. Yeah. Uh, Golfing. Uh Uh-huh. I don't think it's going to get Vegas level debaucherous. Do I need to bring anything? You need my help uh, as your wedding party referee planning any uh, activities or games? Bring the whistle. Am I also the bachelor party referee? No, different. No, different. Uh, different. Yeah. I wouldn't put that much uh, pressure on you. That's a lot. Because I'd say we need like your buddy Johnny, someone who can actually rip guys apart if a fight yeah, breaks yeah. out to be the referee at that thing. I don't want there to be a ref. I want this a no holds barred party. <laughs> you know, let's go for it. Wedding. My grandma's going to be there. We need a ref. Sure. Your grandma's going to be at the bachelor party? At the wedding, that's where I need people to behave. That's oh, what I need a rep okay. for. So Someone's grandma might be. Turn this, this song up. <laughs> Come we on, Granny. A, we want to get a dancer from your senior section. Jump on my pony, Granny. <laughs> With a little help from some friends. You know what I could use? If anyone has a uh, motorhome that I could borrow for Jim's bachelor party, I would love it. I think we'll have beds. I think we have perfectly 20 guys, and I think there's 20 beds. So including me and Boss Brad? I think so, yeah. I I was under the impression you thought we were going to sleep in a tent outside on the front lawn. I was. Two guys dropped out, though. Two guys can't make it, so I I think we got a bed for you. Can Don't quote me. Double check on I that. I will get a couple uh, inflatables. Because I'm not sleeping in a tent. I yeah, will yeah, rent yeah. an RV if I have to. Fair enough. No, we will so we'll I have get you somewhere inside. to sleep. And we'll just get our drunkest friend, whoever drinks and passes out early. She throw that guy on an air mattress because he's, who cares? <laughs> and you get everybody else in the good beds. <laughs> you never want to be the first one to pass out at a bachelor party. <laughs> the Taz and Jim Podcast. Hey, congratulations to the new king. So sanctify thy servant Charles that he may be crowned with thy gracious favor and filled with abundant grace and all princely virtues. Through him who liveth and reigneth supreme over all things, one God, world without end. Amen. God save the King! I'm glad I'm not a prince because I would hate to have to sit through that whole ceremony live. Oh, yeah. Harry, like Harry had to <laughs> in the back row. <laughs> yes, Harry didn't get primo seating, eh? Yeah. He was in the nosebleeds. <laughs> I think he was in the third <laughs> row, which was controversial enough. Well, care. that's considered nosebleeds yeah. when you're part of the royal family. Mm-hmm. You're not in the front row. You might as well be on the roof. <laughs> King Charles crowned in his coronation ceremony on Saturday. Did it make anyone else want to barf a little bit? What part of it? Oh, it's just so over the top and ridiculous. Like, okay, nice crown, nice cape, whatever the heck you'd call that thing, but like you're a grown man. (laughs) Oh, it's all about you, Charles. It, it, it It looks like a costume. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't... 
Yeah, there must have been a time where people would see that crown and that cape and, and see it with reverence, and they'd be like, oh my god, that is the royalty right there. It looks silly. You know what I mean? Yeah. It looks In 2023, like a, it looks yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Over the top. Uh, like, what is the point of the whole thing? <laughs> if England wants to have fun with it, you guys do your thing. Uh-huh. You know, I, I don't need to care in Canada. Yeah. You see, uh, the sausage fingers as well on, uh, on King Charles are so distracting. I can't not focus on them when he's uh when he's on the tv yeah there was a close-up and he was pawing at like some sort of royal ring or something like that and it shows his fingers (laughs) and they're all different sizes all three fingers are wildly different sizes it looks like a cartoon character got stung by a bee (laughs) and i feel bad for him because obviously it's some sort of medical condition yeah it's just it's just bizarre to see out of nowhere well do i feel bad for him he's also the king and has Thousands and thousands of people bowing at his feet. So, you know. Well, they're not bowing at his fingers. <laughs> Creeping out. I wouldn't want to see him with his, if that's what his fingers look like, I wouldn't want to see him with his shoes off. <laughs> Katy Perry, Lionel Richie, they performed. That's fun. Yeah. I mean, I know some people, I was just seeing on Twitter, some people did get up at 4 a.m. and they watched the whole thing. Some people love it. Mm-hmm. Like a reality show, I guess. It truly is. By the way, can, like we, a reality can show. we acknowledge the grass art that somebody cut into the grass is a giant phallic shaped image into the grass. Right next right to it. Right next where? to the. And that is just, so, it's so childish. But to me, it's so funny. So somebody mowed a penis into the <laughs> yes. lawn right next to the church where the ceremony like, was, was going like on? It was like an acre tall or long or wide. I don't even know how you describe it because it was on the ground. But from the bird's eye view, it was hilarious. And it's so stupid. It's so childish. But it's just so funny to me that you can have this big ceremony. It's this extravagant, regal performance. Yeah. And then somebody with a push mower from 1982 <laughs> can like make such a dent in it with just such a stupid, stupid uh, prank. Oh, so funny. Are you sure that was supposed to be a penis and it wasn't supposed to be one of Charles's engorged fingers? <laughs> Maybe that's what it was. It was a tribute to the king. Sure. I wish Toronto would have came out a little bit stronger, but I'm hopeful for the next one. I have high hopes. We're going to see it. We've done it before. Actually, we've never done it before, but <laughs> this is the year. Not looking great right now, but... Stranger things kind of happened, so... You know what? They played hard. They played really, really well. It was just unfortunate at the very, very end. But hey, we're still going to go all the way. Yes, Leafs in seven. You know what? Justin Hall, AHL. We're done. I just want to see one round two win in my life. That's all I'm asking for. Can't even get one. Hopefully game four. If we can just get one win, I'm happy. I'm all out of love. I'm so lost without range of emotions there. There was a little bit of optimism. Yeah. Low bar. Just, a just a lot be, of dismay. All I want to see in my life is a uh, a second round win. Okay. That's it. <laughs> not win the cup. Yeah. Uh, not win the second round series. Yeah, not even get a to the game. third round. You've got a correction as well because uh, the one guy said uh, that the Leafs have never come back from a 3 nothing deficit in the playoffs. That is not true, Devin Peacock. 1942 in the Stanley oh. Cup Final, the Toronto Maple Leafs were the first team to ever come back from a 3-0 deficit, beat the Detroit Red Wings to win the Stanley Cup. That's huge. So it can be done. Yeah. Don't give up. Yeah. 
Dev, what are the consequences if the Leafs get swept? Or as we're calling it now, one of our listeners suggested if the Leafs lose in four, instead of a sweep, it's called a rake. Okay. Because they're leaves. (laughs) That is not not happy. Okay, so they're not leaves. They are the Maple Leafs because we are named after a badge, not a uh, an actual leaf. What do you mean a badge? It's a badge on a on the regiment. So it's like oh. so it's a regiment it's like on a, on a uniform. Okay, but, but before that it, it was on a flag. Of. So yeah. <laughs> before that it was on a flag, and before that it was on a tree on the ground. It's a leaf. Yeah. No, it's, it's a badge. <laughs> and we there's someone out there who hates our military and yeah. wants to disrespect our military by raking up uh, military uniforms. Okay, I'm going to send this guy a text back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Heretic? Seriously, what needs to be done if they lose in four? Are there going to be changes to the organization? Sheldon Keefe, is this on him? Does he lose his job if the Leafs lose in four? Uh, well, so I, I I think in normal circumstances, Sheldon Keefe would lose his job. Uh and it would and Kyle Dubas would stay. I feel Kyle Dubas has done a good enough job to to keep it. He's out of a contract, uh so this would this could be the end of him, but the, the only reason I I pause slightly is Dubis and Keith are their buddies. Package deal. They're a package deal. So does Dubis want to get rid of Keith? Does he feel Keith is still the guy for the job? That could be a hang up. But in normal circumstances, I would keep Dubis, get rid of Keith if they go out in four. I mean, they're the most successful management duo in Leafs uh, for the Leafs in seventeen years. That's got to be something to have. It counts for something. But I, you're at a you're at an inflection point in in the in the in the franchise here because uh, Austin Matthews has one more year left on his deal. William Nylander has one more year left on his deal. Marner has two more years. Tavares has two more years. So the group, as we know it, is going to change at some point. I think even if they go all the way, if they come back and they win this series and they go on, there still might be changes because William Nylander is going to want and deserve a much larger contract, one they cannot afford. So you have an opportunity here to trade Nylander. He does have a 10-team no-trade list, but you have an opportunity to trade Nylander to someone else, get a big package back, reimagine the team, and go for it again next year because of the salary cap constraints they are going to be facing. But they are running out of go for it again next year's. This has was supposed to be the team for a number of years now, and it hasn't even come close to panning out. What makes this so frustrating to be down 3 nothing is I think a lot of people, even if you hate the Leafs, you would say this is the best team they have had in a very long time, a team that has the ability to win it all, but right now is struggling to adjust and to respond to the, the pressure of the Florida Panthers, and so that just makes it 10 times more frustrating than just losing in general. I want to give a kudos to all the Toronto Maple Leaf fans who were able to weasel their way into the game. I saw a lot of Leaf jerseys in the crowd down there in Sunrise, despite the fact that they tried to stop us yeah. Canadians from going. <laughs> I think that made more people want to go to the game. <laughs> you tell us we can't? We're Canadians. We'll do it. We got patches of leaves on our sleeves. We'll never be raked. Do we got to send Dev to Florida. We're doing it, man. <laughs> One more game? Does anybody have a cottage in Florida we can send Dev to? I'm going. <laughs> Would you go? No, I don't want to go. <laughs> no, yes, you do, Dev. I'm looking up swoop flights here. Let's go. I think we need to send Dev with a Leaf jersey and a defibrillator if he goes to the, <laughs> if he goes to the next game. Thanks, buddy. The Taz and Jim Podcast.
show on Friday. Uh, we were sitting here doing our, our after the show stuff, mm-hmm. getting ready for a weekend, and all of a sudden we, we smelt this awful smell. And Jim, you went out and did a little investigating. Then you came back into the room and you smelt. <laughs> so what exactly happened? What did you discover out there? Well, I just was just walking around and Tanya goes, will you come up? Uh, Tanya, who works in our promotion department, a coworker of ours, came up to me and said, can you smell me, please? And I said, probably not. Probably shouldn't. <laughs> and she said, I, I saw a skunk and I think I, I might smell like one now. And she did a little bit. And uh, and then I came out to tell you, came into the studio to tell you as a joke, just to say how funny it was that Tanya might have got hit by a skunk. And then you're like, you smell like a skunk. Yeah. So then it it's stuck contagious. to me. And then everywhere I went, people were like, I stink now. It, and then it wafted through up here to the AM station, to downstairs, yeah. Tim Hortons, everywhere. I was downstairs in the building and I heard people talking about, oh my God, what's that smell? It stinks. We've got Tanya from our promo department on the line. I'm sorry, I'm dying. Like, <laughs> I didn't realize that it was that bad. Because yeah. it, was, it was far enough away from you guys. London has a skunk problem. How far skunk away from like, the skunk were you, Tanya? I was, okay, it was across, like, I I'm, live downtown. So I'm, like, walking to work. And it's far enough away that I thought, okay, clearly sprayed, but I think I'm okay. Like, it's, I probably just smell it. Because right. as I'm walking, it's a windy day. And I'm, like, not getting any wafts. No one's, like, trying to avoid me on the street. So I'm yeah. like, I'm probably good. I'm probably good. Once you got but into close like, quarters, though, it was a different story. Yeah, and that's why I was like, you know, I'm just going to go up to someone. <laughs> and I'm, I see the, Jim's the first person I see. I'm like, you know, Jim, can you smell? Can you just, here's a weird question, but can you smell? <laughs> Give me a whiff, she says. <laughs> Give me a whiff, Jimbo. <laughs> we left uh, like two hours after that, and in the elevator, oh. it still smelt like a skunk. We knew which elevator you took up. To the radio station. <laughs> Did you see the skunk um, actually spray? Like, what triggered it? Did it get hit by a car or something, and you just walked through the waft? Or did you see the no. skunk actually do or the spray? Or did it spray you? No, no, it did. Well, so I don't really know at this point, but my pants definitely smells. Like, we're still trying to get the smell out. So it definitely had to have sprayed me a little bit. Yeah. Because it was, but it was across the street, and it tried to cross again. So I'm like, oh, I'm just going to back away and avoid this and walk the other we way. We sent think- you home, and uh, how did you deal with things from there? Was it the tomato juice bath? Oh, my God. I don't think, like, shout out to, like, the Uber Eats guy who just, like, because I was like, I'm not going to go into a grocery store and then stink up the place. So I just got a bunch of stuff delivered to me. I got everything. I got tomato juice, hydrogen peroxide, baking soda. I had dish soap at home. Um, you name it, white vinegar, which I had to put in every room. Yeah, apple cider vinegar, I heard works. Yeah, or lots of different yeah. types of vinegar anyway. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. So it looked like a scene out of a horror movie in my bathtub. Like, <laughs> Real psycho moment. I murdered someone if yeah. someone had to come in. Are yeah, you sure was, the smell is gone this morning? Do you need Jim to you know sniff what? you I'm again, coming, or because you might just be used today, to it, guys? So you, Jim, you can give me another sniff test. I am the official sniffer this weekend, and they said I was I was good. So. All right. Well, <laughs> did you say this is a good public service announcement to anybody out there who thinks they may have got sprayed by a skunk on the way to work? Turn around and go home, and if you're a boss, valid excuse. You yeah, don't yeah. want that person coming into the office. Trust us. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. We've been talking a lot about the disappointment 
last night with the Leafs losing to the Panthers. But how about yesterday afternoon for London Knights fans? The Knights turn it on over the weekend, winning two big games, eliminating the Sarnia Sting from contention. Nice. Winning themselves the Wayne Gretzky Trophy and moving on to the OHL final. They're now in the position that uh, the Hamilton Bulldogs were in this time last year with a chance to win the championship. Yeah, the series between the Peterborough Peets and North Bay Battalion still going on right now. That's what they'll play, the winner of that one, in the next round here. It's a best of seven tied at 3-3. Last night they tied again. So game seven is tonight uh, in North Bay. But yeah, yesterday the game, it was uh, overtime as well, 4-3 in overtime. Peterborough pulled it out, but uh, it's a tight series over there too. From what I understand, if Peterborough wins, Knights will get home ice in the next series. If North Bay wins, North Bay gets home ice. So go Peterborough? I guess so, eh? <laughs> uh, that's so cool. Uh, you know, Hockey Fest on Friday, I was hanging out with um, a couple of the guys from Spittin' Chicklets, Mike Grinnell and the, R. A., yeah. the Rear Admiral. And they're good guys. I basically spent... Uh, 24 hours with them and um, they were going to the, the game on Friday night at Budweiser Gardens and if you listen to Spit and Chicklets especially Biz, he'll he'll rip on the London Knights, insinuate that they may pay their players, that's the big uh, Is that what he says? Because I've <laughs> seen some episodes where anybody who like or everybody who did play for the London Knights always still talks about the London Knights. Anytime they're on Spit and Chicklets, and they always all these old London Knights guys are all yeah. big big homers, you know. Well, they give the, they give the gears to the London Knights organization definitely on that podcast. But uh, Grinelli, my friend Grinelli, best buds, was tweeting out that uh, he had a blast at the game. And, and I think it was their first Knights game. So they've heard about the team and obviously seen the games on television, but this is the first time at Budweiser Gardens. He says that the London Knights are basically an NHL team and that his loyalty can be bought. <laughs> he had a great time at the game. Uh, after the game, they went down into the dressing room and apparently the players, the Knights players were all freaking out because those guys are like gods in the hockey world. I was hanging out with them and uh, people were coming up. Oh my God, spitting jacklets. Thank you guys for what you do. I love you guys. They filled a huge gap in the hockey podcast world. There was nothing before spitting chicklets jumped on the scene yeah. and kind of took uh, the monopoly. And it's funny. It's, they're, they're hilarious guys to listen to. Um, so they went down in the dressing room. Was that the boost the Knights needed? Getting to meet R.A. and Grinelli? Courtesy of Taz. Taz got him in the building. I think you won it. Taz, didn't, don't be I didn't, modest. I, no, no, they had tickets. Oh, <laughs> I thought you pulled some strings and got him in a box. No, no, they uh, uh, they had a great time, though. I, I did, I was told a couple times um, over uh, Friday at the uh, Hockey Fest tournament that I look a lot like Rear Admiral, which I think is an insult to him and me simultaneously. <laughs> Neither of you was happy? That's not a good sign. Neither of us are an oil painting. (laughs) (laughs) It's like somebody says, hey, you look like R.A. He overhears it. He's offended. I'm offended at the same time. Oh, no. Who is more offended? Who's (laughs) uglier? I'm going to decide here. I'm looking at a pick here. It's oh, he's always close. wearing a hat, so is he? Is yeah, he a bald well, he's, guy? A, he's a bald white guy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So you're pretty much the same, dude. We're yeah, we're we're very similar in appearance. 
You looked nothing alike, dude. No? You're both just bald. From a distance? From a distance, probably. I was saying that as well. I said, you're a baldist. We don't all look the same. Mm -hmm. We don't. <laughs> I, it'll be interesting to see. We'll, we'll have to monitor the situation to see if they review London, Ontario uh, on Spit and Chicklets and say anything nice about our city, our hockey team, mm -hmm. or... Maybe our radio show. Who knows? We'll be we'll we'll do some sleuthing and find out. Yeah, we'll be tuning in, guys. Awesome to meet you on the weekend, and congratulations to the London Knights. Moving on, huge win, especially after uh, Brochu went down there in the series. Yeah, and they had to bring the backup goalie in. That's uh, that's a big deal for London, Ontario. Will, Will your mom, mom do it? Will your mom do it? Will your mom do it? Will she do it? And we've got uh, our contestant here on the line, Patrick. Okay, Patrick, we are going to call your mom, Marianne. Tell us about the lady. Uh, well, she's a nurse at Greenwood Fort and Strafford. Okay. Uh, got two, uh, three sons. Uh, you know, we probably get on our nerves a lot, but she's a great lady. <laughs> <laughs> You're used to putting up with a lot if you've got three sons. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you, she's put up with a lot of stuff throughout the years. I honestly don't know if there's any scenario we could throw at you that your mom would be surprised <laughs> by. <laughs> uh, probably not. Yeah, probably not. So what we want you to ask your mom to do is uh, you got to tell her that you were going number two on the toilet, okay? And you dropped your cell phone into the toilet. Okay. Uh, um, you haven't been able to flush it because you don't want to lose your phone, and you know it's it's right there. Your fingertips can touch it, but your arms are too big. And you know your mom has smaller hands than you, so will you come and reach into the toilet and grab my phone for me, Mom? Amazing. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I think he's like, yeah, my mom would do that sure, for sure. Okay, let's... Well, I mean she was a PSW for a while, so she dealt with that as a nurse doing that. So yeah, no doubt. That's true. She's probably seen much worse than this. Yeah, so she might say yes. Okay, let's uh, let's give it a try here. Hold on. See if we can get your mom on the line. Remember, we're not here. Hello. Hey, mom. Hey, what's that? Yeah. Okay, well, um, so I was on the toilet. I had to drop my phone in there. Um, <laughs> and I grab it. Um, come get that for me. Can you help me out? What? Can you yeah. come grab get my phone out of the toilet for me? Uh, I can't flush it. Where are you? I'm at home. I, how am I supposed to come and get it? Uh, you can drive over and help me grab that. In Kitchener? Yeah. No, I'm not. Mom, come on. No. But you do this at work. I don't freaking care. I'm not driving all the way to Kitchener to grab your phone out of the toilet. <laughs> what? Why not? I need your, Mom, I need your help. Your arm, your hand smaller than mine. Bye, Patrick. <laughs> Mom, yeah. come on. Hello? She hung up. <laughs> oh, wow. 
let's let's call her back here. Let's I call feel like her she back. She would have done it if it wasn't a drive. Yeah. If it was a fifteen yeah, minute drive, she probably would have yeah. done it. We didn't ask oh. how far away your mom lived. Let's try her again. Yeah, she's in Stratford. Okay. I mean, that's only a twenty five minute drive. <laughs> 30-ish. Yeah. T- tell her there's not much that much poo in the toilet. Don't worry, Mom. <laughs> See, she can do it after work. Hello? Mom, can you help me out after work? There's not that much poop in the toilet. You can do it. I don't try. No, this is not my son. M- my name is Patrick DeBrower. I am your son. You are a sharp one there, She's Marianne. Good. <laughs> it's Taz and Jim. We're live on the radio with oh, your son, God. Patrick. <laughs> He's playing I a game like called Brad Will Your Mom Do It, where we get kids to ask their moms crazy things. And, uh, yeah, I don't know if I would have done it either, to tell you the truth, Marianne. <laughs> Mom, I thought you would have done it. No. Marion, would you have done it if he lived in Stratford and you just had to pop no. over quick? No. No. But you've got those small hands, Marianne. <laughs> Strong and delicate. <laughs> you know the reason uh, Patrick did this for you? No. He wanted to win tickets for you and him to go see Aerosmith in Toronto. Oh, my God. You're going to see Steven Tyler and the boys, okay? No. Well, <laughs> thankfully, no. On the radio, Mom. <laughs> Marianne, congratulations and happy Mother's Day. Patrick, anything you want to say to your mom? Happy Mother's Day, Mom. I love you. Will, Will your mom, mom do it? it? Will your mom do it? Will your mom do it? Will she do it?